You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the weekly Batuta Borden recording live here in the Diamantina and going out wherever you get our podcast from, be that Spotify, be that from Apple, be it from whatever platform you use. Some of you are even listening to this day on the wireless out here in town. You're joined today by, of course, myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Tudor Advocate, and editor at large, Errol Parker. How are you? I'm not bad, mate. It's good to be. Uh, it's good to be back in the Channel Country, though. It's a, it's a mad world uh, down there. My heart goes out to the people of uh, Sydney, especially. I know it must be hard for them. I've got no idea what they're going through, but you know, that's who you voted for. And how about you, Wendell? Yeah, I'm going pretty well. Thanks, Clancy. Look, at least they've got the Olympics to distract them down there. That's some uh, some comfort. How are you going, Clance? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Distracted by the Olympics myself as well. Uh, enjoying it. A lot of gold this year. A bit of a haul, uh, if you will. Mm. Um, and if you're not distracted by the Olympics, Sydney, you should be distracted by the soldiers that have just arrived in your city yep. to um, tell you what to do. And um, I guess provide support, machine gun support for the police officers. Guidance, guidance, I think, for the people of Sydney. But we'll get into the week's bulletin with some more national news. The government's made a bit of an effort to address the vaccine stroll out, and they've called on the nation's toxic males to bully their mates into getting the AstraZeneca vaccine. Yeah, after trying nothing and failing, state and federal governments are leaning on the people to do their job for them again. They're asking young blokes who live to bully people to ridicule their friends and strangers into getting the Australian-made AZ jab. Yes, Health Minister Greg Hunt, who should probably just be a middle manager in some major inner-city firm, said to us, We are calling on these blokes to do it by any means necessary. We don't mind if they use homophobia, racism, sexism, ageism or ableism. We just need people to get bullied into getting the AstraZeneca because we have lots of that to give away. Lots of that to give away and most of that early order, which we all got scared off from initially, is set to expire in September. So if you don't get your AZ now, it's going to be sent to Papua New Guinea where it will probably face a similar stroll out and expire. I don't think Twitter's going to like those calls from Greg Hunt, though. We've got some more political news. Grandpa Kev has taught Scotty how to shave this week after the PM returned from a shower covered in bits of tissue. With a heavy sigh, former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd said he realised he might have to stay in his role as Australia's stand-in Prime Minister indefinitely after discovering the husky young Prime Minister doesn't even know how to shave. It certainly has become a long-running theme. Grandpa Kev stepping in to help a flailing Scotty get the job done. Following another week of dodging questions about his bungled vaccine rollout, things got worse a couple days ago. The PM was forced to take counsel from Kev again after he made a real mess of his face with nicks and cuts all over his jawline and neck. Kev reportedly stepped in and walked him through how to shave like a man does, starting with watching, bit of water on the face like so, watching, get your razor, watching, I'm not sure if any of the lessons stuck, but at least Kevin is there to show him how to get it done. And of course, the picture of that image of Scott with the tissues and blood all over his face is on our website. So head to that if you want to see those exclusive pictures. Some news from the world of journalism now, and we've got a headline that reads, This virus is harmless, says man recording his show live from the studio. He made Sky build him inside his rural mansion. 
Yes, that's right, Alan Jones, a man who has moved away from his adopted hometown of Sydney CBD because he's scared of the virus, has come out to reiterate that this virus is nothing more than a bad flu, because he says it is. Yeah, his latest claims follow the noted left-wing publication The Daily Telegraph ending their association with the shock jock, saying his columns had transcended from plain bullshit to harmful bullshit. So now the man who had to get a special studio built from him miles away from the city is just set to broadcast his bullshit out on Sky News. We did reach out to Mr Jones for comment, but the polite young man that answered the phone explained that Alan was busy. We will endeavour to stick at that one. Staying in Sydney for the next story, and a Sydney man who can't taste or smell anything reckons a trip to Noosa will fix him right up. Yes, we spoke to a man who calls the nation's sharps bin home, who said he's been feeling a bit under the weather this week, but has plans to fix that with a bit of a climatic change. That he does, because after eating a burger that tasted just like coins, InnoS tradie Zane Gengar said he's going to head up north to uh, find some warmer weather and sort his head cold out. When asked why he's planning to go up to Queensland when he's not allowed to, he said he doesn't trust the government or the advice, saying that, you know, and I quote, what the fuck would they know? They caused all of this. Interesting comment from Zane there. I wouldn't be worried about the authorities if I was him. I'd be worried about the Queenslanders who find out he's come up there with the Sydney sneeze. And we'll wrap up the week with some news from the sporting world. We've got an exclusive report which says, OK, Tokyo was a good idea. Yes, to quote the great Kayleigh McEwen, fuck yeah. All of the protests in Japan and the experts warning this whole thing wasn't a good idea have been forgotten after a jam-packed week of silverware. With a bunch of gold in the pool as well as the rowers and Jess Fox, there's been strong confirmation that the Tokyo Olympics was a pretty good idea. Yes, it certainly has been a welcome relief and distraction from our nation's politicians and our comfortable middle class. At the end of the day, how good is a gold medal? Probably... Not as good as, you know, having competent government that's, you know, going to cause us another recession and, you know, the abject human misery that's happening now in, you know, western parts and southwestern parts of Sydney and, you, you know, just, you know, the almost total collapse of society down there. I guess that's probably better than a gold medal, but, you know, gold medals are pretty good, according to me. Gold medals are easy to sell. How good? And we've got another week to come. Let's keep it rolling. Anyway, that's your wrap for the week in news coming out of the Channel Country. Thanks for your company. Talk to you soon. Go well. Hooroo. Ciao, ciao.